Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast, and this is the only, I was going to say the old intro, <laughs> this is the only podcast that you need to listen to, this is the only media that you ever need, you don't need anyone else, and this is the father, the son, and the holy co-host, TJ. You're TJ? I'm TJ. Okay, and does that make me Jaren? No, you still, you still you. <laughs> okay and this is the other tj yeah what's popping yeah man um i am uh i guess officially turbo jaren again ah gotcha gotcha i got turbo jaren how'd you where'd you get that moniker bro what what is it you, you're a race car driver i probably should have been had that name but yeah i got my turbocharged car back so Oh, I thought it was because you come fast or something. I don't know. No, nah, I, got, I got, well, I mean, the cars, though, because I, you said because I come fast. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah, dog. I Why you got to be so dog. nasty, right? On the, on the <laughs> opening seconds of the tur- show. No, Turbo Jaren, T, you know? Yeesh. Go ahead, man. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I got my turbocharged car back, and I'm excited about that, so I'm TJ Oh, that's today. dope. Yeah, man. So you've been you've been riding out. You've been riding out with. You've been racing cats in the street with not, your sleeper. Not for real, man. I'm I'm always so hesitant with that car, and that's why I I probably only put a couple thousand miles on it myself because I'm just always so hesitant to drive it anywhere. Like I, I just I'm afraid for things to happen to it or something bad to happen to it or it's never ready enough. So. No, I haven't driven it yet. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do all the permit stuff and all that junk again because it's been sitting for two years. So. Oh, okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. I know the feeling. Uh, my feeling. I do that same thing with stuff that I love or stuff that I really, really like. Whether it be clothes, whether it be socks. Like you laughed at me when I said that I got socks I ain't worn yet, and t-shirts I ain't worn yet, and underwear I ain't worn yet. And I got clothes I ain't worn yet. I got shoes I ain't worn yet. Because I like it so much, I don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. You do the same thing with your car. Yep. yep. I do that with everything, too. I got uh, a bunch of cigars that I've, I have not touched. And I've had them for like two or three years. Some, maybe four years. And speaking of cigars, this is not a cigar podcast. Oh, here we but, go. But uh, I do have. Uh, <laughs> I'm be smoking a cigar, and I do smoke a cigar on every podcast. Here we go with this shit again. Go and ahead, today's bro. show is brought to you. We got sponsors now. Today's show is brought to you. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I ain't seen a penny. I ain't seen a goddamn dime. We ain't got that kind of sponsor. Uh, I gotta talk Unless to you, you about that later. <laughs> Unless you doing deals under the table. <laughs> so this one today is the Via Havana. Uh oh! Uh, right to Cuba. Is it Cuban? It's not Cuban. I don't know what this thing is. How they claiming the name, bro? How they claiming the name? It's like long live Cuba, right? I mean Havana. That's all it is. They just name saying they Cuban. Yeah, but you know. So they just they all, just name dropping. All cigars are Cuban inspired, so. Oh okay. That's the gotcha. motherland of cigars, so. I guess they all yeah, try to so, shout them out. Okay, that's what's up, and uh. Me today, I'm doing nothing but drinking water because I'm behind on my water intake. So, okay, I got a big ass container of water sitting here. So, if y'all hear me gulping, I'm trying to get my health together. I'm trying to be here for some years. Know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I'm talking about. 
<laughs> that's still around, dog. That's still a hit phrase. Speaking of speaking of knowing what I'm talking about, so I didn't do much that was corporate street, but I witnessed some corporate streetness this week. Okay, what you see? Man, you know the NFL draft is going on, and this is all-star quarterback, uh, a fucking beast, if you will, who they they trying to play him, dog. They trying to tell him come in this, come in the game as a wide receiver, dog. They trying to disrespect the homie. He told him, I ain't no goddamn receiver. I'm a quarterback. My mama named me a quarterback. I'm going to be a quarterback. And I was right behind like, mm-hmm, that's right. That's right. So, you didn't even say homie name. Lamar Jackson. The oh. homie Lamar Jackson. Bust my Baker I was, Mayfield. I said, <laughs> hell nah. You know what? I said the name in my head. I gave him like this this Grandoy's uh, introduction, and I was saying his name in my head, but it just never came out. But Lamar Jackson, dog. I watched homie play the last couple years, and I don't even really watch college. I caught him on accident. Right. And he's out there beasting. He's out there wrecking shit. You don't know if he's going to run. You don't know if he's going to throw. But when he does throw, he throws pretty damn well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know, like, so I, I don't watch at all. But my way to stay uh, in touch with sports is I listen to Undisputed, the Undisputed yeah. podcast. So that's good. Bayless yeah. and Shannon Sharp. So I'm up on everybody, but I don't watch like any sports at all. That's <laughs> so, a way to save you some time. Let yeah. them let them do all the watching, and then you know they give really good uh, conflicting views on most things. Right. And so you can hear both sides right on their show. Listening to their show, you basically watching like all the sports. <laughs> Yeah, I'm up on everything, man. I know about baseball and football and basketball. I know about everything, man. I know all the stats and stuff. So, yeah, I'm good money. Uh, speaking of yeah, stats, yeah. So, so what? What Skip say about about Lamar, dog? Should he? Sh- what is? What does he think he should do? So, so they had a guy come on, like an analyst guy, right? Talking about the yeah. draft and one of those draft talk, draft pros, and he's talking about how good. Was it? <coughs> excuse me. What's his name? Josh uh, Rosen. Rosen. Yeah, Rosen. Uh, got good Josh Rosen and Baker Mayfield are. And I'm, I'm slightly, you know, I'm familiar with those names because I listen to the show. But um, when they got to talking about Lamar Jackson, and they was talking about how these guys are like, eh, they're a little iffy, and we don't know if he's going to be good at doing this, and he's only six feet tall, and blah 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 blah, and. They get to Lamar Jackson, and oh boy, starts saying, like he should be. He should when he gets drafted, you know, he's gonna be the, kind of towards the end of the draft, or not the end, but the end of the first round, late first round, early second round, and you know, he might since he's so athletic, you know, he might have to go play um, a little bit of wide receiver. And I'm like, what? Mm. Like, like I don't, I I know I ain't been watching, but I know this guy's been beasting. For the past couple of years, at least, and like, why? Why would they be saying he has to play wide receiver? And just to, just to let you know how beastly he's been for the past two years as a quarterback. He's thrown for thirty five hundred plus yards for both years. Um, okay, thirty talk t- about it. Thirty touchdowns in the past two years. He's he's won the Heisman. Um, again, as a quarterback, he's had uh, at least fifteen hundred uh, yards of rushing. Rushing yards for the past two years. One of those was sixteen hundred, and uh, he scored about fifty touchdowns last year and almost fifty this year. <laughs> and 
You know what he you know what he's never done though in these three years? He's never caught a fucking pass. Right. So so why are we saying this man should be a wide receiver all of a sudden? And that's crazy. And the way he tried to uh and uh Shannon, I don't remember what Skip said. I know Shannon wasn't having that shit though. He was like, no, nah, why he gotta change? You know, <laughs> like why does he have to change his position to be the damn you know, just because he's athletic. And the guy was basically trying to say, well, it's kind of like Cordell Stewart. You know, Cordell Stewart started off as a quarterback and then, you know, for I mean, as a uh, wide receiver for a few years. And then he. Yeah. I'm like, fuck that, man. Why are they always trying to play these guys? <laughs> these quarterbacks. <laughs> I think Charlie Ward or somebody was like that. Like Charlie Ward won the Heisman. Went to. No, he didn't go to NFL, though. No, it was, Anco- um, uh, was it Anton Rand- Randall L or whatever. Oh, yeah. Randall L. Randall L. Uh, wasn't he? I think he was uh, a quarterback. Heinz uh, Ward, Heinz Ward turned into a. I, I believe he was a quarterback and turned into a wide receiver. He played with the Steelers for a while. Yeah, I, I forget. I forget what the fucking people were. But point point is, they they they've done this a few times. The athletic quarterback who gets made into another position just to play. But I feel like this ain't really the right one. Nah, man. And most of those guys don't work out that make that switch. Uh, so yeah. I went and took a look just for the hell of it. The, I would say the most famous one or the one that's doing the best right now maybe is Julian Edelman who plays with Tom Brady. He got picked really late, like in the seventh round. and uh, Oh, yeah. He, he got picked really, really late. But they let him throw that bitch. They how well. agile he was and, and they made homie a wide receiver and he's doing really, really good now. You know what you say? He's never caught a pass, but I guess you figured since little league up until today, you didn't caught passes before, and you know how you want your wide receivers to run routes. So no, man, you can run them. Yeah, just because you. Well, can, he's just, athletic though. Just because you. Though, just so. because you. Yeah, he can run fast, but that don't mean he can run a uh, the route tree. Man, the way he be running that field, homie can play running back. He can play anything. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he's talented enough to do it. But he was super talented as a quarterback. That's true. That's speaking, true. And speaking of which, I'm not asking enough for people. <laughs> I went to a baseball game this past weekend, and uh, or last week, and I was tripping off. Why ain't the quarterback? I mean, not the quarterback. Why ain't the pitcher expected to hit balls? Because they pitching. Like it's a pitching. it's a it's a throwaway position as far as when it's when it's time to bat. Yeah, like that's you can't why they you got can't designate a hitter. You can't be a beast and and hit the ball. Like, uh, like you can't pat, you can't pitch and hit the damn ball. There's a, there's a couple of guys who can do that, but they don't expect you to. So why why should I learn? Look, they they don't want you in a batting cage. They want you throwing balls all day every day. And then just go and get the free strikeout and show yeah, the time yeah. to come up. We know you're gonna get the strikeout. It's cool, but see that's the thing though. It's almost like the the turnover ratio in basketball. Look, if you strike out twice, you better have like nine strikeouts when you pitching, just to even that shit out, so you can have like a nine to two ratio. Right. <laughs> well, I guess my point was, you know, they they say that's one of the, you know I, I I definitely believe pitchers are talented, but they're not expected to do things that's not in their skill set. Right. You know. Yeah. So why why are we asking? Somebody who I mean, he's an athlete. He could do stuff, but he's a quarterback, bro. 
Dog, you know what's crazy? So a perfect QB rating is 158.3. Yep. Don't ask me exactly how you get that together. Just know that's 158.3. Homie freshman year, he had 126.8. Yep. 2016, 2017, he had a 148.8 passer rating. Are you fucking kidding me, dog? <laughs> like on 3,000 yards or something. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And then last year, he had 146.6 passer rating. Yeah. How dare you disrespect that man like that? That is, that's insane. And this is all while also being able to get 1,000 yards rushing almost all three years. This freshman year, he only had 960. So he came up 40 short. So the other years, he he he, he held him down though. He got the 1500 and the 1600 on other years. Yeah, man. You know, so and I, and so I he really can also run wanna, the ball. And I really don't want to do this, but it's making me do it. They don't believe in black quarterbacks, man. And they don't believe in the, the athleticism and the style. You know what I'm saying? There's and, been a few who's been able to overcome it, yeah. but they just don't believe. Like, you talk about the homie Rosen, yeah. all right? That homie, the homie Rosen. Let me tell you how many rushing yards he's been getting. Uh, let's see. Oh shit, is that real? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's laughable. Last year, Rosen had negative 97 rushing yards. <laughs> so he just on 50 attempts, yo. <laughs> Jeez. That is insane. And so check it. His passer rating last year was 146.4 on 3,700 yards. Which is .2 less than Lamar Jackson, might I add. Yeah, .2 less and only 100 yards more. And and on top of that, How many Lamar interceptions? Jackson had... Oh, you talking about 2016, uh, 2017? This is 2017. Okay, okay, yep. So and he had 10 interceptions. 10 interceptions. Lamar Jackson did have 10 interceptions. How many, how many court, uh, touchdowns he made? Uh, touchdowns, 26. And Lamar Jackson had 27. And we're not even talking about the rushing touchdowns, all the rushing touchdowns that he had. So he's far more and more productive on paper. And you telling this man, dog, this is what I'm telling you. And he goes number 32 in the draft. Yeah, yeah, he got picked last. Or, like, almost last, right? Last, let's last, the last pick of the first round. Yeah. Crazy. That's crazy talk. And so, this ain't no sports podcast, but I just, you know, I'm just glad he told him, like, nah, dog, I ain't with that. I'm a quarterback. Look at my stats, dog. Check. That's what he should have told him. Check my motherfucking stats, check dog. Check my resume. No, what's, what's homie that got picked first? What was homie name? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Let me, let me just effort that real quick. I'm sorry, man. I just got to. I got to see what this is about. How how come he gets picked first? And he's only what six feet tall. I think Lamar Jackson's good. Six four, six five or something. Right? All right. Does I know they so, like him tall. All right, so homie had the yards. Homie had the yards. He had 4,340 yards. That's cool. That's not bad. Uh, his rushing yards, he had 310 rushing yards. Okay, so oh, Lamar wait, Jackson still outproduced him. Uh, hold in on. In total uh, yardage. We might have a flaw with our passer rating, though. We might have a flaw with that. Um, because he got like a 203 rating. College. That's let's possible. See college is. Uh, let's see here. They say he's the truth. I mean, 
as far as being the pocket passing type. So how many interceptions he have? Um, Baker Mayfield had d- 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 five interceptions. So that's good. He had what forty touchdowns? Yeah, forty-one touchdowns. So that's good. Yeah, he's killing it. He's killing it. He's he's, he's making good decisions. Yeah, he, he's killing. And it. now hold on, I'm not trying to say Lamar Jackson should have been the first pick. For me, he would have been my first pick. That's just because that's video game numbers I'm seeing here. <laughs> but I guess I don't know if they saying they, that he ain't playing up. I mean, he we won the Heisman, so yeah. I guess he he did play somebody. Right. I mean, I, I don't get it, man. Yeah, man. I don't. That's I don't crazy. get it. I just, I just, um, I just don't think they believe in that in that style of play. They they won't let go of the traditional style. Yeah, the guy. And even even when you have guys like Cam Newton, who's killing it. Who's killing it with his two-way play? He took him all the way to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. playing two ways like that, killing him on the ground. They still want to make him a pocket passer. Now, pocket passing is a lot safer when you stand around and you you let your blockers defend you, and you you stay around in the pocket, and not try to take linebackers head up or free safeties head up. I mean, that's what happened to uh, RG three, his little ass trying to go against these big, you know, six five. 280 pound guys you ain't gonna win that he's kind of so little durability though. wise durability wise i can see why you know they want to protect yeah. their investment yeah right but to turn a man into a wide receiver dog that's that's kind of whack so yeah i think i think that's super whack and we sat there and watched michael vick do it for a long time before he had his little interruption but right michael vick was getting it done and he could have probably won a Super Bowl if he didn't have to go away for a minute. So I don't know, man. I I don't I, I don't I don't know. I mean, would you? Is it is it like a a race thing? Is it or I guess they have their statistics to prove that being a pocket passer, a big tall pocket passer, yeah. is. Is that's what's been best. winning all these years? I mean, Michael Vick never won a Super Bowl. Russell Wilson Cam Newton did. Hasn't won a Super Bowl, huh? Russell Wilson did. Russell Wilson did. Yeah, I don't know if you call him. And he's only five nine. Yeah, he he runs only when he's in trouble, though. I you mean, know, um, he's Lamar, Lamar, and like uh, and and Cam. I think I think and, he's and I think he's Vick, considered they, a scrambling as quarterback. A yeah, think, he is. I mean, like like if you go on Madden, he's probably not. A pocket passer, he's probably a, a, a scrambler, a mobile he quarterback. Is. Yeah, but he doesn't look to run though. He looks to stay in the pocket. And right? Deshaun Jackson was getting it. Or what's his name? Deshaun John. What's the kid in uh, Texas? In te- the Texans? For the Texans? Oh, is, is, it, uh, is it Deshaun Jackson? That's not. No, that's Desha- not. it's not Deshaun Jackson. It's Deshaun. Uh, well, whoever, Watson. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was getting it done before he got. Well, because he got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess there okay. you have it. Yep, that, we getting off that conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But he was about to have them video game numbers too, though. He did have video game numbers. I was playing against him in fantasy football, man, and I was beating my opponent by like by like forty one points. And he came back in the second half. He had like ten points in the first half. Fantasy points, he came back and had 41.5 by the end of the game. I ended up losing. And that took me out the championship because of that one loss. 
in, in week five, man, I'm still mad about that. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. So, um, oh, yeah, I just I also remember this other thing. So I was saying earlier about how um, I went to this baseball game last week. Yep. And I took took my sons. And it happened to be a day where they were giving away T-shirts. And on the T-shirt, it had a picture of three baseball players. Uh, it was Ray Langford, Ryan Gant, and Brian Jordan. Okay. From the Cardinals. When I they remember were, Brian Jordan. When they were all from the Cardinals. I remember all of those guys. And that's because... And I remember Gant, too. That's because I was, uh, you know, a card-collecting kid, as a lot of boys in the grew up in the 80s and 90s were. And uh, so I had, you know... Obviously, I had a bunch of Cardinals cards and, you know, I, I just kind of just always knew who all the black players was or were, excuse me, um, just because, you know, they're the people who look like me. Because uh, unlike baseball or excuse me, unlike basketball, it's only a handful of them in baseball. Right. Um, and it also helped that uh, like there was this um, one player, Bernard Gilkey. His, uh, I think his mother used to go to my church, so he would come to our church sometimes. So, you know, uh, I was uh, really... I forget how I'm tied to him. There's a couple degrees of separation. He must have been out in the in the, in the city for real, because I knew somebody that was really close to me that knew him really well, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was just like a normal guy for the most part. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was telling my son, like, yeah, uh, those... Those three players in there, those are all black guys because it's, it's like a painting almost of a picture. Yeah. So, you know, it could have been mistaken if you, you know, if you didn't look at it close enough. And so uh, I was like, yeah, all three of them are black. And I was looking at Ron Gant and I'm like, let me see, like, what, are, I wonder what happened to him. And I thought about a story you told. I believe you told this story on the, on the uh, podcast before. Um, about how you wrote a letter to B.J. Armstrong. To B.J. Armstrong? Wasn't it B.J. Armstrong? I don't remember writing a letter to homie. I really liked him. I don't remember writing no letter to him. Who'd you write a letter to? I wrote a letter to a bat. What was this, for school? I know I didn't do it on my own time. I thought you wrote a letter asking for an autograph or something. Wasn't it, it wasn't B.J. Armstrong? I ain't writing no letter asking for no autograph. Who would you say wrote you back about something before? Uh, that wrote me back that was famous? Yeah, it was like a basketball player, dog. I could have sworn it was B.J. Armstrong. Nah, B.J. Didn't Armstrong. you say you were a kid and you wrote to him saying he was your favorite player or whatever, and they actually wrote back? Uh-uh. Nah, I never got contact from B.J. That was my dude, too. He was doing it for the short guys. Even were though you, he wasn't that short. Were you lying on your dick? <laughs> I, I, I guess. I don't recall that, bro. Unless you got me mixed up. No, nah, man. There's nobody else I know who would have said BJ Armstrong's a favorite player. How did I know BJ, that? BJ Armstrong. I did like BJ. But, uh... And I like BJ's, but... I could I, I could have sworn right. you said you either sent him a car or you sent him some kind of letter and he sent you something back. Nah, not you're BJ fucking Armstrong. Up my, was it anybody where that happened? Not that I can think of at the time. Holy I gotta, smokes, I'll man! You're, you're ruining my story right now. 
<laughs> My bad. What the fuck? I like I don't get how you forgetting this. This don't. This doesn't make sense to me right now. All what, right. What is I, happening? I'll, I'll think it over. Maybe it'll pop up in my head or something. What you're talking about? But I don't recall B.J. Armstrong writing, homie. I, I, I did. Yeah, he, I liked him. Um, I cheered for him because you know it was different from Michael Jordan, and uh, he was getting it done. And he could shoot, and he shot threes, and I like to shoot threes. And uh, now, nah, man, I don't remember writing, homie. All right. I don't even know if I should even continue my story now. <laughs> well, anyway. Next story. <laughs> so, anyway, let's just assume you wrote them and you are having a senior moment at this point. Probably. So, you said you wrote them and he wrote you back. And my thought was he did that because he responded because he wasn't hot. He didn't really have nothing going on. You know, he okay. wasn't a superstar. And yeah. this is this is when the only way to reach out to somebody was to write him a letter. And so, yeah, he wrote back. Right. And and so, yeah, I just made that whole fucking story up. I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't understand what's happening right now. But, yeah, I just made all that shit up because you didn't tell me this story. I don't talk to a lot of fucking people, and so right, I know man. I know I, I'm just I'm talking to the listeners right now. So I know I didn't make this shit up because I thought this nigga was a bum. So I know I didn't write this guy. Hold on, B.J. Armstrong was not a bum. He was a bum. He went to the he went to the All Star game on a in the year that Jordan was gone, off of like averaging ten points per game. All right. He was a bum. <laughs> he wasn't a superstar, but he wasn't a bum, bro. It's hard scoring in the league, man. It's not easy. Okay, bum is probably, you know, a strong word. Yeah. Comparatively There's to people who don't what even we get consider the game. good. He, well, okay, he, was, he wasn't a hot guy. Like, he wasn't on, on covers of magazines and shit. No, he wasn't a superstar. You know? And so, he, can, he had the time to write back to kids. You know. Probably. And he was a nice guy, too. Because he it. wrote you back. Magazines. Yeah, he seemed like a he seemed like a. He really wasn't nice in no guy. damn magazines. Come on, man. That's, you're saying he's a nice guy, but he wrote you back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, so I took that same logic. I was like, you know what? I don't know what these guys are doing. And the first up on this picture was Ron Gant. Yeah. And I went and looked him up on Facebook, and sure enough, there he was. I said, I'm about to write Ron Gant and see if he writes me back. Like he, like he wasn't a superstar. He wasn't David Justice. I know he nah. played with the Braves with them. Um, he you know, definitely didn't slap around Halle Berry. He definitely didn't. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't a superstar, and so I figured now that he's even further removed from the spotlight, like he would definitely have to respond to me. Hell Especially yeah. if I wrote he something. Happy how, he, re- he happy you remember who he is. So I wrote him. I said, hey, Ron. I called him by his first name. I'm so disrespectful. So Ron Gantt now, just to give you an update, he, he's, he's still in Atlanta. I think, he, I think he got traded to Atlanta, right? That's why I said David Justice. I believe he was playing in Atlanta while David Justice was there. Yeah. Um, so I was like, hey, Ron, I took my 12 and 6-year-old sons to a Cardinals game the other day. And they were giving out these shirts, and I sent I showed sent them a picture of the shirt. 
Uh, I'm not the biggest baseball fan nowadays, but I catch a game at least once a year. When I was a card collecting kid, I remember knowing every single black player on the Cardinals. And knowing all the players was a big deal to me. Yeah. And that wasn't hard because it was only a handful. But go exactly. Ahead. Exactly. But I was excited. It's like, oh, there's the black guy. You know, you saw him. Uh, so the other night, my 12-year-old got excited to see uh, a player of color on this ticket. And I was going to say a black guy. He thought he was black, but his name was like something Martinez. I'm like, eh, it's probably like a Dominican. Yeah, nah. but Homestown black. <laughs> so he's already Dominican, but it's all good. So I said a person of color on the ticket. Um, I pointed out to him that the three players on the T-shirt were also black. And that he proudly put on the shirt. I just wanted to thank you for inspiring this generation just like you did mine. And so how could you not reply to that? That's dope. Exactly, right? And I should just copy and paste it to all of them. But um, he responded the next day. Good morning. Thank you so much for the kind words. I always hope to have a positive influence on our youth. Please say hello to your son for me. And I got to show that to my son. Yeah, that's dope. So I just thought it was cool, you know, that you can just basically reach out to anybody that you want. And so if you are a fan of some random person like BJ Armstrong, you probably can reach out to this fucking guy right now and you know talk. I'm try to tweet him. Establish a re- No, don't tweet him. Tweeting ain't personal enough. That's why I didn't go for the Twitter because I, ain't, I, I, I wanted more than the 140 characters to be able to entice him. Gotcha. Now, even though he probably only responded with 140 characters, now that I look at this, but he couldn't ignore all of these kind words in the story behind it. And so, um, so yeah, you can write it to these guys. And I think like somebody like Bill Cartwright. So are we talking about <laughs> like the Bulls? Horace Grant. Yeah, Horace Grant will fuck around and respond. Hey, pretty much. Pretty much any of the Bulls except Steve Kerr, Scottie Pippen, and Michael Jordan. Any of those other guys, yeah, you can write them. They'll write you back. Nick, go write to Luke Longley. He will respond, <laughs> dog. Bill Bill Welling, Weddington, Wellington, he probably will come to your kid's bar mitzvah. Yeah, he probably will. You're right about that. Like, who else do you think could be oh, like Dennis that? Oh, Dennis Rodman. Don't try to contact nah, him. No, you ain't going to get him. Although, he, he, I had he, drinks with Dennis Rodman, though. Uh, well, actually, I take that back. I didn't have drinks with him. I had drinks next to him. It ain't like we got drinks together. He just happened to be in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the same building, not even in the same bar. Or nothing. No, no, no. We was, at, we was at the same bar. We was at the same bar. We like, said, yeah, he's in Vegas. He's in Vegas while I was there. He was at the Luxor. I was at Excalibur, <laughs> but, you know, we nah, were both nah, there together. Nah. He, he was at he was at a bar uh was it newport beach or irvine i think it was in irvine but uh he was there in all his splendor and uh people were buying him a bunch of drinks and shit and everybody jumped on his dick right then i would have jumped on but i saw everybody else jumping on and it was a turnoff so i just you know stayed around to see what the buzz was about and got my drink right there and i didn't i didn't bother him much is there is there anyone else you could think of who you might be able to reach out to and get a response like rappers or um, is there like a smaller comedian you think you might be able to reach out to right now and get a response or somebody like that uh 
Like, what rapper might have fell off that would actually speak to you? That would actually ripe. Who Yo. wasn't so big. Like, somebody like the 69 boys, I think they oh, would respond. Oh, what about uh, Do or Die? Maybe you can reach out to them, boys. They would definitely respond. Any of them? Or like crucial conflict, like they was like yeah. these. I, I I love those guys, but yeah. I, I think they're at a point right now where they probably would actually respond to you. Hell yeah, they would. They respond. Um, I've reached out, even though he wasn't. I ain't gonna say that, but I reached out to Murphy Lee and he responded. I just asked him what song they sampled on some song, and he oh, actually he responded. You? Yeah, he actually said what it was, where it, where it came from. Dog, you could have went to whosample.com and got that. This was this is in MySpace days. So oh, I don't know okay. if that existed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So I had to send I sent him a message on MySpace, an inbox or whatever they called it on there. And uh he responded to this to, to this very trivial and this is at the um it was kind of towards the end of his uh heat heatness. Yeah. You know. I don't want to say hot, but he had just put out his single and whatever. He was putting out singles and stuff. And uh, I asked him what the song was. Yeah, man, just don't Wale it, dog. Don't, don't, don't do how I did with Wale, man. Nah, I, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Well, see, you actually went up. So no, nah, so if you sent the message to Wale, he wouldn't respond. He, he got too much going. Nah, on. nah, he too hot for that. He too hot for that. You might. Well, no, no, no. Maybe get... if you complimented like shoes or clothes or something, because he's a stylish type cat. So. Yeah, but he probably he's always getting that though. I think if you said something to somebody like, I wonder how high up I can get. Maybe like a styly. Yeah, because he ain't blue yet. So maybe he's he's doing work, but he ain't. He might actually respond. Somebody like Tech Nine. I think he would have responded a couple years ago. Nah, not now. He's got way too many fans for that. Like, yeah, he's got yeah, like he a, did. He's got like a cult. He do got the cult following. He's got yeah. a cult following. Nah, he got a lot of cats emailing and Facebooking him, dog. He ain't got time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, so I thought that was a the cool moral st- to that is if 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 they got other shit to do, then uh, they not responding. But if they just waking up in the morning, eating breakfast and shit, checking their Facebook. Hell yeah, they're gonna respond because they're happy. But well, well, and they have to not been a superstar like Joe Montana. We don't know what Joe Montana's really up to right now, but Joe Montana ain't about to respond to your shit. He just might. He ain't uh, doing nah, shit, bro. I don't think you want to get a Hall of Famer to respond. Uh, anybody who's in the Hall of Fame, I don't think they're gonna respond to you. Nah, dog, I think you're wrong about that. Ain't nobody checking for Joe. Ain't nobody checking for Joe. Like if you if if he's on Facebook and you send him a message, I'm sure he'll respond. Send him a message. Alright. Well, I ain't really know Joe Montana fan. My dad is, but yeah. I mean, just to just to prove your point. Alright. Just make up some bullshit story. I mean, this dude had his own football game, dog. Like, I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna respond, man. Yeah, dog. I think he will. And he's probably getting talked to I mean Nah, man, he ain't gonna. Come on, dude. Joe Montana was one of this considered one of the greatest until Tom Brady Actually, came along. I think Deion Sanders might even respond. Fuck no. You crazy? You bugging now? See, you're messing up. No, he no. he won't. Like, I think somebody like Sterling Sharp would. Yeah. Not Shannon Sharp, but his yeah. brother Sterling. <laughs> 
would actually yeah. respond. Yeah. Because right. he was he was good, but he wasn't a, a, a super duper star, and he ain't really doing nothing now as far as being on TV and stuff. Deion Sanders got too much shit going on, dog. He on TV every day. He is. I just Come heard, on, Deion I just Sanders. Heard, I just heard uh, him linking up with Snoop. Him and Snoop are doing something together. But he's like super yeah. easy going, church going dude. Oh yeah, I think he's super cool. Yeah, I think he'll respond. I, I think he would speak to you in person. And chop it up with you, but nah, he ain't he ain't on social media. He, I think he's too active on social media to be responding to people. That's the other thing. They can't be if they're actually active and they got a shitload of followers. Da, I'm gonna have to try. They're not gonna respond. Send this thing, man. I'm like Ron Gant, Ron Gant. I tried to add him as a friend, but he he his friends list was is is uh maxed out. Yeah, he, he does. He still he, he I think he still does stuff for like the MLB network or something. Yeah. Or some kind of local affiliate in Atlanta. But um, you know, he's not out there like Deion Sanders is. So uh oh, and while I'm talking about my son, um, so we were watching football, uh we weren't watching football, we were watching movies over the past few days. And I wanted to show him some football movies, right? Yeah. And there's a couple good showed, ones out there. You showed him the uh The Last Boy Scout? Nah, uh, that wasn't I don't, a football don't, movie, but it's got an epic football scene. It, it did have, it did have, yeah, it did have a. Uh, <laughs> that shit was so corny. I remember thinking, like when I first saw that, is in the movie theater. I was in the movie theater and saw that, and I remember thinking like that was kind of corny. <laughs> like nah. it just didn't seem real. It just seemed like just bullshit. No, dog. I remember when I saw it, and I didn't see it at the movie. I think I saw it on TV. Or I might have saw like a, a a VHS of the joint, and I remember thinking like D. <laughs> I definitely didn't expect it, but yeah, he went out with a bang, at, literally. I, I think it was just kind of corny for him to look in the camera and say, "Ain't life a bitch," <laughs> you know? Yeah, they did have black people saying some weak ass taglines. <laughs> <dog>. <laughs> So no, so the movie I did choose was Friday Night Lights. Okay. Um, and I chose that because um, he he likes playing Madden and playing the creative players, and I was like, uh, no, nah, he needs to see like somebody who was like Truth, who would seem like unstoppable. You know, let him, send, let him see Booby Miles. That's the guy's name on Friday Night Lights. He was the the stud in Friday right. Night Lights. Young Booby. and so. Yeah, and so uh, we're watching Friday Night Lights, and towards the end, they play this team uh, called Carter, Carter High. Yeah. And Carter High was this black school, and they had, like, uh, the way the movie portrayed them was almost as if they were evil. And... Like they might as well have been playing like the the music from the Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> you know. Like when they walked out, you know, they were showing them in these foreboding angles and like the players who look walking out and throwing up gang signs, <laughs> and the uh, the the cheerleaders walked out and the little white cheerleaders from Perryman were looking at them like, mm, 
like, ooh, girl, don't look over there. You know, like they were scared of him or like they were intimidating him somehow. Like the cheerleaders even had beef with him, you know. And I'm like, why are they trying to make him seem so damn evil? It's just a little high school team. Yeah. And and during the game, you know, as the game played out, um, they were talking about how the team was dirty and the dude, one dude hit the quarterback and knocked the quarterback's helmet off. And then he got up and kicked the helmet and hit him in the mouth. And the quarterback started spitting up blood, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and they was hurting everybody and they were calling them dirty players. Yeah. And my son was like, like, how is that dirty? They just being, they just better than them. And, um, spoiler alert carter actually won the game right <laughs> you know this is the championship game and carter actually won but um and they were calling him dirty it was like no nah, they were just better than them and i told this story before on the podcast about how when my son played for this one uh team out you know in the suburbs and how they would call this uh, team from North County, which is considered the hood, they would say that those kids are dirty, they're going to play dirty, they're going to cuss you out, they're going to spit in your face, and they're going to do this and that. Yo, and you what just make kids sure you don't are do running around spitting in people's faces? This is what they would tell them, man. That's, and, that's stupid. And, and then later, we ended up playing with that team. Uh, North County Youth Association. That's the team we won the championship with. Yeah. And remember, I said that team, when I saw them, it was none of that, of course. When when we played them, it was nothing, none of that. But when we were actually on the team, they were very well coached. They were disciplined, and they were just athletes. They yeah. had a bunch of good kids on their team. Bottom line, that was all it was. And so it was, it was, um, we watched that. And then we um, ended up watching another uh, show called Friday Night Tykes. And that's the one that's about uh, this Texas Youth Football Association. And um, so it's youth football, but it's a TV show about them. Yeah. And uh, is it like a reality they, joint? Yeah. And they, they're four seasons deep. So the fourth season came out. So we started watching that. And it happened again. There's this black um, team called the Outlaws. And they were just playing really hard. And they was playing against this team with predominantly white kids. And they were sitting there telling them, uh, you know, they're so dirty and you're cheating and this is ridiculous. And the coaches were intimidating the referees and the fans were doing this and that. And there's video of all of this and none of that shit was happening. (laughs) And they actually ended up quitting their game. In, like like in um like during halftime yeah and so uh and my son saw it again and where it's like they're not dirty like why are they saying that they're just good it was we've been watching the outlaws for the past four years so so he knows that ain't the truth he knows and they've been saying that about that team this whole time and so it was it was interesting for me to watch my son see this and realize, you know, the reality of the way people really are, the way the media tries to paint black people in America. Yep. In America. Uh, it's a teachable not, moment. That's not, not only the media, but the way it really is, even where he experienced it and saw it. 
and saw it for itself. So, so yeah, it was a teachable moment where I really didn't have to teach him anything. He he got to actually experience it, and I thought that was super dope. Yeah, man, it's sad. It's shit like that. I mean, it's bad. It's sad, but it was good that yeah. it. That oh, it I mean, it's it's perfect timing. It's perfect everything, and that. Well, I just meant to say that. I just meant to say. I just meant to say that it wasn't dope. That you know. I said it was dope, but not oh, okay. you know, racism. And shit. Uh, it was a dope moment. It made for a dope yeah. moment with you and your son and being able to show him, uh, actually him being able to figure out for himself how right. America views what his skin color is like. You know what I'm saying? And it's not everybody in the world, but it's little shit like that. that many it sure people, as hell seems like it. Yeah, many people get to see it, and this is how implicit bias, unconscious bias, this is how all that shit is created. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't have to say that black people were evil and black people cheated. If they didn't say any of that, just showing by, like you said, the camera angles, the music that they were playing, all of that stuff evokes emotion. And you're supposed to use your imagination to put two and two together. And them doing that is creating a scenario. And you're intaking that as a kid or as a young adult, 13-year-old, 15-year-old. And you're creating a, they're creating a bias for it's, it's propaganda basically. It's damn near propaganda, right. right? And that shit ain't right. It ain't cool at all. Yeah, and I mean, and this of course has been happening. That movie, uh, um, Friday Night Lights. I think that's supposed to have been like '88 or something. Yeah. Uh, but even when I was in high school, I remember, you know, them people thinking that about our school. Oh, definitely. You know, I remember but, that. I mean, we actually did fight, but I remember that. <laughs> yo, I remember. Yo, I remember thinking the same thing when we went over to East St. Louis, though. Right. We ran track at uh, East St. Louis, and I said to this day, I'm not dark enough to go over there. I'm not. They look at me different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell people I'm from St. Louis, and they ask about East St. Louis, and I tell them I don't know. I'm not dark enough to go over there. I've been over there well, for the time. Granted, that is probably true. You aren't dark enough, but East St. Louis, it, it is a scary place. So, <laughs> so, so that implicit bias was right then, huh? I told you there's only been three places in my life where I ever felt like imminent danger. I've been to a few different, I mean, like many different hoods for different reasons, but there's been certain places where there was imminent danger. Like so, that was like the South Side of Chicago, Clarksdale, Mississippi, and the East Side. Oh, Clarksdale, Mississippi, too. Fuck yeah! It sounds so nice, though. Uh, you need a tour guide to go there. <laughs> Don't go walk, walking around there, you know, by yourself, man. Right. You gotta have a tour guide. That's the place where where I said, "What's that? Uh, what's up to a guy?" When I was like in middle school, and he was like, "What's down?" I was like, "What's up, man?" And he would say, "I said, what's down?" And my cousin, I was like, "What are you talking about?" I just said, "What's up? What's wrong?" And my cousin was like, "Nah, man, he ain't from around here, man. He 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 from St. Louis, and it's because the dude was a vice lord. Yeah, he was older than me, and he was ready to fight me because I said, what's up to him?' You ain't know the lingo, so but." But luckily for me, I didn't know the lingo, but I had my tour guide. Yep, and your tour guide was able to say your ass. Yeah. So there you <laughs> have it. Before you got toe out the frame. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, man. Um, have you have you ever seen that? Like any of the, uh, you know. Like I, mean, other, I guess we just call it what it is. It's racism, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, have, you se- have you seen that? Is your, have you experienced that in your years of? Well, I guess. Dad, I guess the generation, sport? the generation of that stuff. I don't know if that's considered racism, uh, other than, or is it more trying to create a narrative? Like, they could have easily did that with other white people. Although they didn't, they didn't. But they could have easily did that with other white people. And they could have easily made it where those kids that were in the football game, like JJ was able to see that, well, these kids are just better. They're not, they could have actually had kids spitting in people's faces. They could have had them horrible at football and they could have really had them doing some, like, it could have been totally bad. It could have been everything that they said that it was going to be, but they could have acted that out and not play football at all and just tried to fight the entire time. So I don't know if that one was considered racism other than the fact they were trying to create a narrative and that narrative can create racist views and it can create uh, implicit biases and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and unconscious biases. So that was So the the common denominator here in all three of these situations, uh, Friday Night Lights, tykes and in our real life situation they always call them dirty dirty players and i get it you know dirty player as in they're not a clean sportsman like player yeah but using bush tactics not playing by yeah but something about the use of dirty in these situations reminded me of the use of the word thug Mm mm-hmm and we know what thug means when people will be like, you know, these thugs are, you know, I'm tired of these thugs doing this and that. Right. It, it's it's cold word for nigger. Yeah, it's a pseudonym you know, for nigger. You know, and I feel like the dirty player thing was kind of in that same world. Right. It's you just, know, it, they, it, they, it they never said it. that. They never said that about they play some other teams that were really good. Um, but they never called them dirty players. You know, they were just like they had this really good kid, number eighteen, and blah blah blah. And but it was never they were dirty. They playing dirty, and something about that, it, it just it it was rubbing me the wrong so, yeah, way. So that's why that's why I felt like it was. That's why I felt like there was some racism. In and it. you know what? And uh, and it might and and it might been it might had been some racism in there. And I say that because it sounds like they're speaking from a different experience other than what these kids are playing like. Like they're not talking specifics about number 23 is really, really good and number 16 is really dirty. He's the one that'll kick you in the nuts when you're not looking. You know what I'm saying? They were no, talking. all of them. Yeah, they were talking from a place of I played with black kids before and you play with one, you play with them all. They're dirty players. They they'll spit in your face. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel like they were those people were probably coming from a racist place, um, and a place that, which is you know what that is, unconscious bias. Like it's just unconsciously you you choosing one thing over another. So there's a group of white people. There's a group of black people, 
and you have a bias towards hanging with your own people you know what i'm saying unconsciously you just naturally gravitate to this other side you know what i'm saying that right. almost the same with implicit biases where you see a guy who's walking and he's got on all black and he's got shifty eyes and he's looking kind of shady your antennas go up that's the implicit bias that oh this guy might be trying to do something that's gonna harm me or something's not going right right but to call specific people out and say something about them that they know nothing about you know what i'm saying calling them dirty and calling them names based on some type of possibly past experience or past viewpoint of somebody that right there is beyond unconscious that's totally conscious and that's hitting more along the lines of racism and it's really fucked up because they're talking about kids in these you know in these cases and it's just like how can you talk about kids like that like when you're talking about like the the bad boy pistons them motherfuckers was dirty they were i'm with you with them when you're talking about the the what 1994 Knicks or whoever, like when they had Anthony Mason and shit, and Charles Oakley, and they was beating down everybody, them motherfuckers was bad. They were dirty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And on the flip but, side, you had white guys that did the same thing. Bill Lambeer. That's what I said. Bad boy. That's, yeah, he's in Bad Boy Pistons. Yeah, he was the he was the leader of of the bad boys. Yeah, you know so. Bill but Romanowski this, this spitting is why, in people's faces and stuff. This is why racism continues. You know what I'm saying? Like, considering yourself to be prepping some children about other children that they're going to play about a scenario that doesn't happen at all. So they went and played these kids, you know, in your son's case, and the other team was very respectful, and they were very good, and they weren't dirty. They were just better. And right. so now the kids... You know what I'm saying? The kids who expect this other team to be dirty and cheating and doing things that are not within the rules of the game, I don't even know if they have the wherewithal to put that together to say, you know what? Coach was totally wrong. Those kids are really good. And they're really nice to me. They helped they me don't out when because I fell down. They don't because in the end, they still kind of reinforce that whole narrative about them being a dirty team or whatever they never gave them their props to say that's just a good fucking team yeah and that's not right and that's and that's why racism is never going away in america it's little shit like that and if it does go away it's not gonna happen for a couple of lifetimes because eventually there'll be some coaches out there who don't say shit like that no more you know what i'm saying who are more who are more traveled who are more diverse and um they won't say shit like that and they won't teach kids and those because think about that every time they play that team or every time they play a black team those same kids are getting that same speech to the point where as soon as they hear it's a black team they're going to go back to those speeches of the coach you know what they're going to be playing in fucking high school and they're going to remember when they was 11 and they're going to be telling their friends in high school at 16 oh yeah that's the team from louisville yeah that those guys they're dirty players i could tell you know what I'm saying? They, they ain't winning like that for nothing. And that's how that shit keeps spreading. And you don't know nothing yeah. about those teams. Yeah, man. And that shit happens in more than just sports, too. I mean, this is this is dads teaching their kids that shit. These racist-ass people that's out there. And it's really, really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. Now, on the flip side, uh, I live in a place there are a lot of white folk, a lot of Asian folk. It's a lot of everything. It's diverse. I mean... 
I see Middle Eastern folk. I see Indian folk, like people from India, <laughs> Indian. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We we had Americans had this tendency to call Native Americans Indian, so I just wanted to be clear. I'm talking about real. Do you, do you say Native Americans? Do you say Native Americans or do you say Indians? I say Native Americans. I probably say Indians. Talking about people from America. Yeah, I'm talking about Nate. I'm talking about what have been determined to be Native Americans. Nah, I I'll probably still say shit. Indians. Nah, say it's probably shit. it's probably equivalent of like, um, you know, white people still calling black people colored. Yeah, they they're not doing it to necessarily be disrespectful. I'm talking about the older ones, right? You know, the ones from that generation. They're not necessarily doing this to be disrespectful. That's just what they naturally are used to saying. Let's sit Indian style. I don't mean no disrespect. That's what they taught me. You know, that's what they taught me what to say. Yeah, but then, I do know better now. Yeah, that's and the thing I, and, is that you and I normally would more and and know better. I, I normally would, but i get what you're saying if you say the cowboys and indians nobody says let's play cowboys and native americans yeah but i don't i don't play that game anyway i don't teach my kids that game anyway so i guess they'll just miss the boat on that i mean my parents didn't teach me how to play cowboys and indians i played with my friends it's not yeah. <laughs> my, my, my parents ain't teach me the words i knew my, my friends in school nerdy ass kid or any one of my kids would be the nerdy ones when they come and say yeah dad we're gonna play cowboys and indians no you're not they're not called Indians. They're Native Americans. So is Cowboys a Native American? Sure, if that's what you want to call it. But it's not Indians. But you know you're not going to be able to to check them when they say they're not going to necessarily come and tell you we're about to go play this. It's already happened on the playground at school. Oh, yeah. It's already happened. Yeah. And then I'll teach them better. And they'll learn better. And they'll know not to say that shit. Uh, they just won't say it to you. They'll, I mean, when they're talking amongst their friends, you know, the language changes. The, the vernacular changes when you're around your friends. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. But they'll know better, though. They'll know. See, the fact oh, that they yeah. know when to say it and when not to say it means they know better. Because there were things that we would say, like, um, there's this place, Calverton Park. And this might be a dark secret that I'm exposing right now. Um, so Calverton Park is, uh, bordered Berkeley. Uh, we would go to this little corner store in Calverton Park and we would have to jump a fence and, um, you know, one second we're in Berkeley and then we're in Calverton Park and walk a couple blocks in and we're at the store. So, but however, we never called it Calverton Park. I didn't know this shit was called Calverton Park until I was damn near in middle school. Um, <laughs> but what we called it, we called it Honky Land. Okay. Now, at first, I didn't, I mean, that, that's just what they called it. I didn't know what the name was. I kind of thought it was Ferguson. I didn't know it was Calverton Park. All that to me was just Ferguson. But it, it, it actually was Calverton Park. But in Berkeley, in that area where we lived, that was Honky Land. And one of the funniest stories I remember about Honky Land was um, this kid, uh, these kids, John and Josh, moved next door to me. And. We told Josh, uh, Calverton Park also had like this little baby basketball hoop where you could dunk on it. And so we was like, man, we about to go to Hunky Land. And he was like, Hunky Land? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, they got rides or something there? Like he thought it was like an amusement park. 
<laughs> so we told them, yeah, man, it's got a brides and stuff. And like they got they got Ferris wheel over there and a merry uh, uh, you know uh, uh, what's it called the merry go round and all that shit. And uh, we walked over there and he was sitting there waiting for like basically this this amusement park to pop up. And it just never happened. <laughs> so why y'all lie to so, that boy like that, man? So that's one of the funniest things, man. Why y'all Josh, lie to that boy like that, man? He was all excited and shit. He was so excited, man. He was he was so eager to, to he was he told his parents he's about to go to hockey land. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they was like, What? So yeah, man. But yeah, man. I was just Josh, saying, Josh, and, Josh, Josh passed away, by the way. So oh, God did he? Yeah, yeah, Josh. You, do you remember Josh Webb? Oh, Webb, yeah. Yeah, John and Josh Webb. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if I was supposed to call that thing last names, but you know, yeah, whatever. Um, I, cool. I do, I do remember, I do remember them. Yeah. Um, jo- Josh was in a car accident. Yeah, that's really sad, man. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I was saying that uh, <coughs> in our experience here is really diverse, and so um, uh-huh. I, I haven't seen or heard anything like that. And uh, my son's coach is is black, so not in his high school, but in his AAU league, he's black. So when we got to play the black kids or the dirty kids, as as somebody else would call them, he would just mm-hmm. say, "Yo, we about to be playing the kids from LA. If y'all ain't hooping, you might as well stay home. If you don't bring your A game, don't come because they coming to play. You know what I'm saying? And they play hard, they play fast, and they play rough. So." You can't be a baby on the court. Basically preparing them that these ain't the guys that you normally see around here. These ain't the type of guys that's soft or weak. These guys, this is what they do all day long. So, Yeah. And so That's um, a much better way to put it. And you know what? Yeah. And it's the same situation. Maybe he's seen the team play. Maybe he didn't. But he gave them credit for being great players and being ready to play. Not, oh, man, nah, these guys are dirty. And they'll spit in your face. They'll spit in your food. They'll take your bag if you ain't looking. You know. And that's how you're supposed to do it, man. Instead of having the kids thinking like they're gonna get raped and be, you know at the end of the game or something. Yeah, man. It's building up yeah. that that those biases to turn into racism later. That shit's sad. Bro. So, uh, so, so here's here's a uh, <laughs> a little twist um, to to end this 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 story. So um, the coach, the head coach who was telling them this, um, who was telling my kid this, it was actually a black guy from the east side. Oh. Who was saying this shit. Saying what? About the kids spitting in your face and oh, all that stuff. Oh, come on. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. Why you let um, me go on to talk about how these racist people keep this racism going and this damn fool is talking about his own people? <laughs> still racism but uh, I mean there was other coaches saying the same shit too but uh, that's that's the one I remember kind of scaring them I guess in a way it's like you and, uh, you gonna so you gonna succumb to this bullshit yeah that's what that was, that was the that was the biggest shock that was that's what angered me the most about it was like out of all the fucking people here you from the worst hood out of everybody out here and you're the one telling them this shit yeah man that's why um and the final twist so i was saying you know what this movie should have been this movie i'm talking about friday night lights this should have been about carter 
they the ones that won the damn championship. Yeah, I want to know what they that. went through. <laughs> and and um and JJ was like, there is a movie about them. I was like, no, it's not. You talking about Coach Carter? And he's like, no, it's called Carter High. And I'm like, what? Like, let's see. He said it's on here. It's on Netflix. I'm like, let me see. And sure enough, there's a movie called Carter High. Now I started to watch it. I'm not sure if it's the same uh, time period. I couldn't quite tell. I didn't watch it enough because if, if it was present time, I mean, kids now kind of dress like the '80s anyway, so I can tell about the haircuts and cars and stuff. <laughs> okay, but um, they did have an '80s Corvette, so it might be the same period. But <laughs> the crazy part about it is, it starts off. And they're in court, and like the whole football team is basically there, and the coat and the uh, judge is saying how I'm gonna treat you, I'm gonna set an example and treat you like the criminals that you are, basically. Oh, so I don't, I don't, I don't know what actually happened, <laughs> but I guess they were evil. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they just tell but, the story right. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. But uh, the movie, I started watching the movie. And like in the first scene, they had like a nerd character. And he was talking very nerdy. And I thought it was just like a joke. And then I thought he was joking, like acting like he was joking. And then I realized this is the actual performance that this actor is giving yeah. of a nerd, a portraying of a nerd. And I was like, oh, this is bullshit. And I cut it off. I was like, this is like Tyler Perry crap. <laughs> and, and so I cut it off. I'm going to force myself to watch it, but uh, it was definitely the same school. You know, they were wearing red. It's in Texas. It's definitely the same school, but I'm not sure what, what happened in the movie. So I No, nah, man, it. that's whack. I mean, even still, this is why you got to write your own stories and your own movies about your own people, because having a bunch of black kids in court like that, man, unless that shit's based on a true story. Come on, man. That, that's whack. Oh, I think it is. I think it is. I'm sure it, it must be. Uh, the way they the the description read was as if it was a true story. I mean, it's about Carter, so I guess, man. Like the whole the whole school was was in court. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, we also watched some uh, some uh, what's it? I always forget the name of the movie. The LeBron James documentary. Yeah, it's just a game or whatever. We watched that. So he. Um, so my kids could see, you know, what LeBron started from, you know, since his basketball season and stuff. I figure they should kind of see where he came from. Yeah. And it's playoff time is what I meant to say since it's playoff time. It's been basketball season. Yeah, <laughs> but it is that time. Since it's pl- playoff time since it's playoff is in full time. effect. And so it's LeBron season, basically. Well, LeBron season almost King came James to a season. fucking end real fast because uh, they, was yeah. ready, they was ready to put homie out. He had to work. He had to work real man. hard to stay in the game, dog. And it made me realize. I mean, I know this guy's great. Homie's in his 15th season, but like people really got to stop saying that he can't compare as, as to be as great as a Michael Jordan. I mean, I understand that they're different players. I know that Jordan has six rings. I got that. I get it. But the shit that this guy so, is doing is flat out amazing. If you just take so so wait a minute, wait a minute before you start riding his nuts. Um, the whole fifteen season thing isn't fifteen seasons for him more like thirteen for everyone else. Why would that be? 
Or am I am I saying that right? I, I get what you're saying. Like if he, if, he, if, he, if he if he didn't go to high school, if he, if he went to I mean if he went to college, did a couple years. Well, I don't know if he did a couple years, but you get what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. You so know, say say he would have went to college for four years, right? So it'd be so it's more like his 14th year or his or if he went to four years, so it's really his 11th year. Yeah. So if I said it's right. so it'd be like his 11th season. Right. Right. Okay. I, is he still OG at that point, or I mean, he's still the same age? Yeah, you know, he still be the same age. The thing is, so is he is he is he is he a OG because he's got fifteen years now, or is he an OG because he's old? Well, he's OG because he's dope. He's OG because he's been here for fifteen years, and he skipped playing with boys and went straight to playing with men, and he was running shit when he was playing with men with grown fucking men no I'm just, I'm just saying you say he has 15 years somebody the exact same age as him only has 11 right you know that, that's all I'm saying oh but I, what I'm, I'm saying is is that those, those I'm just saying you can't, you can't give him props for the 15 play years like 30 something games and LeBron James and them in the NBA are playing 82 so it's more games under his belt, and then he's going to the playoffs. Oh, uh, that's true. And he's going to the that's finals. That's true. So yeah, so yeah, you're right. So he had, uh, you know, he played a whole fifty to seventy more games than them. Right at that age, at the at, hi- at the highest level too. I mean, he's playing against the greats. Right. He's got to guard great people, and he almost got kicked out of the first round of the playoffs, which would have been the first time. I think he's like thirteen and zero in first rounds of the playoffs, and uh, so he's made it to the playoffs thirteen times out of his fifteen times, which is fucking amazing in itself. That's good. They talk. They they talk about for the first time in his career. LeBron won a playoff series without any teammates scoring 20 points in any of the games. There were seven games in this first round. You mean to tell me not one of them motherfuckers could drop 20 to help out? Not one of them? Bro, I told you I went to watch them play when I went to Chicago. Yeah. The only person, there was only two people who I knew on the court. (laughs) <laughs> like the rest of them cats are bums dog like I knew Jeff Green and that's only because I was kind of into basketball at the time and the only reason I knew who Jeff Green is is because like I w- actually I wasn't into basketball but I remember just watching the Celtics and I pretty much watched a whole series of them play Yeah, and I learned who Jeff Green was because he was a beast in that game okay. in those games but everybody else oh I knew J.R. Smith too but that was it like this is this is post uh Exodus uh <laughs> or whatever, you know, the, the when they terminated they half their team. You know, when they got rid of all of like the Dwayne Wades and Right. Derek Roses and all them guys. You know, so this is after all of them were gone. Right. This is after the All Star break, Cleveland. And so, so I mean, we talk about how weak they team So is, I don't know who them guys are. That's just poor team <laughs> management because they they're the highest paid team in the league. They have the highest salary in the league. And by the way, Kevin Love wasn't playing that day either. Oh, okay. He didn't get to play. He was hurt or something, I'm sure. So, dog, they got the highest salary in the league, and none of them fucking bums could drop 20 in that seven-game series. And so, so check. You look at this. This guy's in his 15th season. He's about to be, what, 34 years old this year. Okay. So, he's he's getting up there, bro. You don't expect him to be doing this shit. He averaged like 41 minutes a game out of 48 minutes, which is insane. 
and he's dropping game one he dropped 24 game 246 game 328 game 432 game 5 44 points in 42 minutes game 6 22 points and game 7 45 points in 43 minutes i mean okay the shit is amazing what he's doing it's pretty amazing that he's making a lot of points in the playoffs well he's dragging his team along on his back basically is what he's doing I mean, so check this out, though. That ain't the end it's of really it. It's really kind of sad, though, ain't huh? it? I mean, huh? isn't it kind of sad that, is that he sad. has to do that? It's sad, but this is what he has to do. This is his job. So check this. Check this stat. Outright team leader in points, assists, and rebounds in a playoff series. Okay? So this means that mm-hmm. he was the team leader. On his team, he had the highest points, the highest assists, and the highest rebounds, not in one game, the entire playoff series. Okay. Right. Larry Bird has done this five times. Tim Duncan has done this six times. Michael Jordan has only done this once. LeBron James has done this 20 times, dog. How many championships do those other guys have? How many championships does oh, does uh Tim Duncan? He got what? Five? Tim okay, Duncan how got many five. Larry Bird got. Larry Bird got a few. I think he yeah, I think he might have many, two or three. I'm not sure about Larry Bird. Jo- Jordan got about six of them, right? Yeah, Jordan got six. But that just goes to show he wasn't leading in points, assists, and rebounds. First of all, if you scoring, how are you leading in assists? How are you leading in points and assists? And if you're so busy passing and scoring, how are you leading in rebounding? This shit is He's crazy. He's like Lamar Jackson. He's just doing the video game. <laughs> you're right. That's video game stuff. Shout out to me, my guy, um, my creative player. I, sc- I got, I scored a hundred. You scored a hundred points. I got to, I scored a hundred, hundred and two actually. Oh, and uh, and then, yep. And then the next day, I, I went after uh, John Stockton and got the assist uh, uh, record too. <laughs> and I got the three point record, uh, so I got, I'm, I'm like, I got like three records. It'll be Jane, no creative game. player. He ain't no creative player. That's nah. That's pretty damn, that's pretty amazing, man. It's just amazing how this guy's playing. That's still, that, that's still the, um, by the way, that's still the same player that I accidentally spent $100 on. Oh, and you had to eat that 100 too. Yeah, this is this is two, you know, NBA 2K16. I'm still playing it because I spent $100 <laughs> on it. How, much, how many coins you got left? How many VCs? Uh, well, they don't do VC anymore because they cut off the uh, online component. Oh, so what's that $100 so, going to I mean, it's already been pretty much ate up. Uh, I think like JJ created another player or a couple other players, so you know you share that VC across all your accounts. Oh, okay, so you getting good use out of it. Yeah, we got use out of it, but you can't you can't like make shoes when they cut the online shit off. You can't you can't uh, edit your player no more. You can't change your shoes. You can't do shit anymore. Yeah. The game is worthless now. It, it's it's pretty bad. They want you to go get that new new. Yeah, they cut it off uh, at the end of December. So, <laughs> so anyway, my bad. Yeah, no problem. I'm just, I'm just. So go, you go, you, you can jump back on his dick now. You, say. He stay with the semi. I'm just trying to let you know he stay with the semi. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. He's homies in his 15th year, and he played all 82 games, averaging 36 minutes per game. 
Man, you should write to Shannon Sharp. He'd be on his dick, too. <laughs> Duh, I'm not on his dick. He's Shannon Sharp. Might, sim- he, might, he might listen to you. I'm simply just, I'm simply saying he stay with the semi. I'm just trying to tell you. <laughs> hey, well, uh, that 76 has got that semi, too. So. <laughs> uh, what did he say? We got the semi, too, motherfucker. Anyway, um, <laughs> last one, dog. Last one. Dog, LeBron James has won 43% of the Eastern Conference Player of the Month awards since he came into the league in 2003. 43% of them has gone to one man. Created player stats, man. <laughs> That's stupid crazy. That's crazy. That man is great. He's a dominant player, man. That man is great. <laughs> and all right, people don't want to say that he's the best to ever do it. It's easy to say that he's the best all-around player ever, though. That's that's easy to say. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say because that's tough because you look at somebody like we talked about Michael Vick a bit earlier, and he could be considered. I mean, he was obviously a great quarterback, right? But he don't got the championships. And he went to jail. So. And he went to jail. I don't. I'm trying to think of somebody else who's kind of along the Dan Marino, right? Oh, they give him Dan Marino. For being a legend, though. He's a legend. Yeah, he's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. Ain't won one fucking Super Bowl, right? Which is which is a tragedy. That's that's that you know, that's that Charles him. Barkley though. Yeah, it, but it's it's Charles Barkley. But I think it's a lot bigger for Dan Marino who's the face of an organization his entire time playing to have never won. Yeah. You know, he they, they never could put it together. So, um, so what I'm saying, though, I mean, so he's one of the, he's, so he's supposed to be one of the greatest, but he never won nothing, man. It's kind of hard to sit here and argue Dan Marino's a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Yeah. You know? But so that's why I kept. Uh, but I know LeBron not so LeBron got his championships. Yeah, he least. got three. So he's been to the finals so, eight so, times. He's got three championships. So he can at least I think he can at least be in the conversation. But he, like I think we was talking earlier. You know, if he can't pull it off, you know, if he can't actually win the championship, you don't go down as the greatest as being number two, dog. No. But the thing is, is he won three championships. Does he have to go championship for championship? Does he got to get six? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so because, you know, the next argument people always say is, well, Bill Russell got 11. Why ain't he the best yeah, player? there you go. So, no, he ain't got to get six. Oh, speaking of Bill Russell, we got time. I think St. Louis has a Bill Russell curse. Bill Russell curse? Do you know the story of Bill Russell? I just learned this story a couple of weeks ago. Okay. You don't know what happened with Bill Russell? Uh, no. Not nothing bad. I remember right. when I just watched the thing on how he got drafted. Yeah. So he was drafted, yeah. right? And and the um, he was drafted to the St. Louis Hawks. And they said, you know what? We don't want a black guy on our yeah. team. Oh boy, from uh, and they traded him as soon as they drafted him for uh, like three other white yeah. guys. And they went on Bill to win Russell a bunch obviously. Of 
He obviously went and won all them championships, 11. St. Louis lost a basketball team, and we never got another one. Right. And we're bums. <laughs> we don't, so now we lost our football team. We, we lost two football teams. We can't get a basketball team. They tried to get a soccer team. They can't get that shit done. Yeah. So I think we are paying for the karma that those racist the ass white folk didn't want Bill Russell. Yeah, right. Bill fucking Russell could have been here. St. Louis could have been a super mega legendary city. No, they, you know what? They didn't explain it like that on the draft. They were saying that what's his name? Red Auerbach, uh, Red Auerbach, mm-hmm. however you say his name. Bill Russell's coach. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. He knew that he wanted Bill Russell. And so they said that, like, he had bribed one team not to take him. And he knew another team was going to pass on him. And it may, maybe, I was, maybe I missed the part where they said that he went to the Hawks and then got, then, you know, got traded. But Red got, he got exactly what he wanted. He got his guy, and they just started winning championships right off the bat. Yeah. So, like you said, he wanted them. But, and so it made it easy for him to get them because the St. Louis guys didn't want them. That's wild. They didn't want him because he was black. This motherfucker was seven feet tall. <laughs> Beasted. He was dunking on people. They. This is when the dudes were still running around looking at the ball while they dribbled. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they didn't even have crossovers yet. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So that's, that's when racism goes wrong. <laughs> shit like that, and so. Back, back to back to LeBron and, and your boy Jordan, though, real quick. Uh, your boy Jordan's got six rings, and even if LeBron got six rings, people are still just hold on to that Jordan was better. But I'm just gonna make it easy for everybody. LeBron James is the best all-around player to ever pick up a basketball, and I don't think you can uh, dispute that statistically. I mean, the and, shit he's doing, yeah. and then the other shit that I got against this whole situation, like I'm ready to let go of the whole Michael Jordan is the best player to ever pick up a basketball. Simply because Michael Jordan, homie, played with Hall of Famers when he got those six rings. He had he had great people. Well, what Hall of Famers? Well, uh, on the second time around, he played with Hall of Famers. He he had Pippen and Robin. There you go, Hall of Famers. He had uh, one of the best coaches ever to play the game. Right. What coaches LeBron had? He's been the coach on his team every fucking year since he came into the league, dog. He's coaching himself. He ain't got no help. Dog, last year when they was in the playoffs, homie had a stat line in that in that playoff series for the in the finals where he led five statistical categories for both teams. He led in points. And that's he crazy. That's cr- he led in rebounds. And that is so crazy. That is so crazy how they won. And he led in blocks. That championship. And still lost. He led both teams. And still lost. It seems like that's all for nothing then. What else do you what else can you do, dog? Dude, and you know, I was thinking about this the other day. I have these conversations within my own brain because I know, like, this shit, you know, I knew the playoffs was coming up, and that means it's time for TJ to dick ride LeBron again. I'm just trying to and tell you so, stay with the so I'm, I'm prepping myself for this conversation. And I should have prepped myself more. I didn't realize we were going to talk about it today. But I think because of the type of person that you are, you were, you are, you, 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 feel that he's best because of the statistic thing 
right? Um, you just said it. You say statistically he's the best. You can't debate it. And and so that's numbers, yep. right? It, I think it's a little bit more about num- more than numbers, though, man. Is it's then I think that's what the difference is. And then for us and for people of our age, you know, obviously Jordan was our hero. Yeah. So that's who we're going to argue. You know what I'm right. saying? That's the, that's, that's who guys like our age is going to argue for. Before us, it's going to be Magic Johnson. Before that's, you know, Dr. J. You know, it goes on and on. But I guess when I think about Michael Jordan, I'm thinking about those magical moments. I'm thinking about the shot, you know, where he's playing against the Cavs. And, you know, he hits this shot and he runs and jumps up and pumps his fist and spreads his legs out. And in my mind, he kicked down Craig Elo or the little white guy in the background. (laughs) He kicked him to the floor. It it just so happened. But he was nowhere near him looking at it now. But, But to me, he kicked his ass and he fell down. You know, I was like, damn, that was dope, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, or him crossing over Byron Russell and hitting that last shot against the Jazz. Yeah, or, that was you know, dope. like, and he, and he, those he moments. Push off because he showed pushed off a homie and they didn't call it. And now in the NBA, finally, like, people have turned that into actual basketball move. Jordan created it, so I, I got to give him that credit. And so, and then, yeah, and just like all the things he kind of did, you know, with the long shorts and, you know, kind of his swag that he had. He has the tongue. He has the iconic uh, logo. You know, we ain't gonna get into the shoes, but we know what's up with the shoes um, all the way up to the 13s. And we don't acknowledge anything past the 13s. But, um, you know, all of those things he has going for him. And I think that all has to be for me that's what i consider as well where is lebron's magical moment what about lebron stands out you know his dunks are boring you know they're powerful cockback you know powerful dunks but there's no swag to them dunks to me um well you you, take, you know you he's not he's not though you taking that away because there are specialists who do everything now. Back then, Jordan was doing everything. Like you yeah. had like an Akeem Olajuwon, you had like a, a Charles Barkley. Like them cats wasn't specialists in what they were doing. You know what I'm saying? So Michael Jordan was like the jack of all trades, and now you got a guy who can shoot threes from just about anywhere in Steph Curry. You got a big man who yeah. can shoot threes and drive to the basket like a Kevin Durant. You have a guy that's super explosive like a Russell Westbrook. You have all these people say, but, that have these uh-huh. these special special tactics. But what what are the highlights from LeBron? Like what are those magic moments that define who he is? Like, when they're always going to show highlights, what's the go-to highlights for him? Like, in are they that special? Well, he just, uh, you know, he just hit a game like, like, with, uh, so- in this series. Uh, what was that? I think it was game six where he had a dog. You got to see the shit. He had a crazy. Okay, that's just this Hold week. On. That's just this week. Huh? That's just that's just within a week. I'm telling I'm just you, saying- pretty much any time you watch this dude, he's doing some, some off-the-wall shit. Like, he blocked the dude's pass. Then, and it was like it's legendary hold on, though hold on. It, it, this is the shit to win the game dog the, it, the game was tied 
He blocked the dude's layup, okay? Blocked it off the backboard. They called timeout. He got the ball with the three seconds left. That everybody knew it was going to him. He's like two steps behind the three, and he shoots a leaning, like a leaning to the side three pointer, and nailed it. It's obviously, you know, impossible to say is that his legendary moment at this point because it's just no, no, no. Is, you know, because no, that's it's just too the soon, not the final. Obviously, they don't count as yeah. legendary until it's in the finals. Yeah, and so so his legendary moment, but is but but I'm saying, but I'm saying, okay, that's in passes uh, oh, or in assists. That's steals, not blocks. Rebounds. So, so we got to read a book to see his legendary moments. What I'm saying is, you think about Vince Carter. You think about Vince Carter in the dunk contest going off. He has his legendary moment. You know what I'm saying? You think about Scottie Pippen. You think about him posterizing fucking Patrick Ewing, and then like pushing him down on the floor and stepping over him. Or speaking of step over, you talk you talk about Allen Iverson and his step yeah. over on on Tyron Tyron Lou and uh, Allen Iverson crossing over Jordan. And you know, um, that's what I'm talking about. Where are those so, but that's special what magical moments? That's- and uh, so that's what I'm saying when you talk about going. When you talk for me, this, this is just my opinion. Right. Is I'm not I'm not really big on this shit. Um, but for me, that's part of, you know, beyond statistics. This is the magic of the, of this person. Well, this is the special thing. So, about so check, you're watching the game and you see that he's doing every fucking thing. And then at the end of the game, you realize, oh my God, this food and just led in five categories for both teams. That shit is amazing. In a losing effort, man. yeah, in a losing effort. I mean, that's what else can he you do? just told me? You just told me this was this was <laughs> this was news to me that when Will Chamberlain scored his hundred points, them niggas lost. No, no, no. I, I can't told, believe I told that you when uh, when Jordan was sick, when Jordan scored it too. No, we you you told me we looked up Will Chamberlain too, and he lost, and they lost. Are you sure? I don't. No, I don't. I think we we found that to be a win. It was Jordan who took the L with the sixty three points. I don't know about Will. I, I remember laughing about it. I could have sworn we we looked at that and you said it was, dude. What's wrong with you, man? No, dog. I think your memory is off. Your memory? Your your memory's fading, dog. <laughs> well, obviously, this thing we can check. We gonna have to. You gonna, you gonna, I don't know what's going on with this BJ Armstrong yeah. shit, but but with this with the with the Will Chamberlain thing, we can check yeah. that. But uh, I'll effort that. In the I'm moment. just saying. I'm just saying. But yeah, man. it's losing effort. But yeah, I mean, he's trying to carry his team. And so wait, we talk about the fact that he don't have no no crazy stats or sorry, I'm talking stats. Uh, we, he don't have no crazy moments that's super memorable. That's because he's he's doing everything. So he's not doing just one thing great. The man is shooting. The man is passing. The man is rebounding. Better than everybody on his team. And he's losing. Yeah. I mean, what's that got to say about his team? No, I mean he's he's. I'm not saying that he's. I'm not. He's, I'm not trying to say that he's not great. Yeah, he's I'm clearly just saying passing he's the, the ball group. enough. It's not like he's hogging I, him into into losses. I'm not saying he's not great. I'm not saying he's not potentially the, a perfect player. He's probably a perfect player, the closest you can be to being perfect. Except he doesn't win, so that's why he's not a perfect player. Right. And so I'm not saying although he's a perfect player, although it. I'm not even saying. Uh, that although he, it's uh-huh. I, I, like I said, I can't say that you. I'm not saying that he's the best player ever. 
because that's that's also that's debatable. But what I feel like can't be debated is he's the most he he is the best all around player to ever pick up a basketball. All around wise, doing everything. I don't know. I don't think that can be debated. Oh, and by the way, uh, Wilt Chamberlain did win in 100 points. I think you got that one mixed up, bro. We talked about Joe. We didn't talk about Wilt still. Okay, we talked about both. The, we talked about both of them that day. I thought they no, both but lost. Wilt Chamberlain, he they was 169 to 147 over the New York Knicks. So he got him a W with his 100 points. It was Jordan who lost on that game where he dropped the 63. Okay, and that was unfortunate. Dropping all them points and still taking that L. LeBron lives that life all the time, unfortunately, but. He got a bunch of players that ain't really about shit. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Here's, here's, I, got, I got another. I got another example. Um, Muhammad Ali versus um, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, perfect record. Muhammad Ali, he did what fifty and four or something. Fifty uh, and six. Ah, but one like is that. a heavyweight though. No, I'm not. I'm not saying who who's a better. Or I'm not saying oh, okay. who will win a fight. Okay. Gotcha. I'm not saying who to win a fight. I'm just saying when we talking about who's the ah, greatest ah, okay. boxer ever. I would say you know. I would say it, that Mayweather is the most defensive boxer I've ever seen. So and, and that's uh, okay, right? It, but you know, you would say he had a perfect record. But again, for me, not like Muhammad Ali is my era uh, era, but. Um, I still know his magical moments. I still have, you know, these frames in my mind of of this happening, that happening, and what he looked like. You know, when he when he won or whatever. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather, that shit ain't exciting, dog. He statistically is the best, I guess. Right? Yeah. Is he is he's undefeated and all of that? But that, he wasn't the hottest though, dog. Nah. <laughs> you know. I guess you could say like a Jay Z or somebody. He's he may not be the most. He's he's a lyrical guy, but you know you could say, you know I don't know whatever rapper you know uh, conscious rapper might have some better wordplay or uh, what's what's the fucking guy who went against uh, LL Cool J? Oh, cannabis. Um, cannabis. You could say cannabis has got better uh, lyrics than than Jay Z, but Jay Z got the swag too. Yeah, he got the hits, better beats, better song you know concepts, more longevity, all that. Yeah. So it's not to me. It's not all about stats. You got to also consider those magical moments that make you, you know, get chills. Yeah, I feel that, and that's why Kobe is still my favorite player. You know what I'm saying? Although I know LeBron is the best all-around player. Kobe got that. Statistically, LeBron has is is better than Kobe all around. Um, and statistically, LeBron is better than Jordan all around. Uh, but I still like Kobe Bryant over LeBron James. And I like him over Michael Jordan. And the reason I like Kobe more is because I watched more of his magical moments. I was a kid when Jordan was doing his thing. <laughs> And so I remember a couple of them being over the family house, but I really didn't understand. I wasn't watching the entire game, but watching Kobe Bryant, I was watching from tip off to the game winning shots he was making, all the crazy shit he was doing in between. And so I could relate to Kobe Bryant more. Yeah. That said, LeBron James oh, still amazing. He had, and Kobe had his uh, Hall of Famers too. Yeah. He had a couple of Hall of Famers. And he had the Hall of Fame coach. You know what I'm saying? And he had the coach. Yeah, he, he also had the coach. LeBron had didn't have a coach or the players. He had a couple players. You know, he got the Dwayne Wade. Oh, speaking of that, really quick. So 
this might have been on Undisputed, but somebody was saying that uh, Dwayne Wade is the third best shooting guard ever. And my first reaction to that was like, get the fuck out of here. Who's number two? Oh, oh, uh, is he the third best? Third best, right? Uh, and I'm like, man, get out of here. He, he ain't the third best ever nothing, right? And then I start thinking. I was like, okay, you got Kobe, you got uh, you got Jordan. And Jordan. Jordan, Kobe, and then who else? And then I start thinking. I can't think of nobody else, dog. It, it, I guess it is Dwayne Wade. I can't think I of a better shooting, shooting guard. guard. I was a shooting guard. Uh, point shooting guard. Uh, I like Iverson better than Dwayne Wade, but did is he he didn't have the longevity as Dwayne Wade had and he doesn't he doesn't have the career awards that Dwayne Wade has Dwayne Wade's got three I titles. think Har- yeah yeah uh Harden could give him a run Who? James Harden oh well he's got a lot of years to go to be considered yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He could give, yeah, give him a run. better give him a run. Because as uh, LeBron ages out, he'll be gone. I mean, you got other cats obviously coming in, but Harden can be that guy. Yeah, he could definitely be that guy. Oh, and let me go. While we talk about basketballs, I might not have another opportunity to do this before the season's over. Props to me. Shout out to me. I have Twitter proof that. I've been called it about Ben Simmons. Wait, so say that again. With Ben Simmons, yeah. when Ben Simmons was in high school, I tweeted, Ben Simmons is a beast. Oh, okay. Y'all better look out for him. Something like that says some shit about yeah. that. And I think I even sent you a video about him. And I know I said something to you about this Ben yeah, Simmons kid. Ben Simmons is the truth. He's the truth. Actually, he's going to be, he's going to. I'm not so sad LeBron is going to be on his way out soon because we got Ben Simmons. Yeah. So, I said it back then when he's in high school, and bam, I was right. I called it. I saw he was special. So, I just want to give myself that credit. Yeah, you can get that credit. The The couple guys that I saw in high school that made it to the NBA, uh, Stanley Johnson, he did uh, He did one year, what, Arizona, and then he went to the NBA pick number eight by the, by the uh, Pistons. Uh, he's doing all right, but he ain't no Ben Simmons. Uh-huh. And then, uh, uh, the ball kid, um, not Lamelo. Lamelo's the young one. Lonzo. Lonzo Ball. Watched him. He was pretty good in high school. I wasn't trying to pick him up though. I wouldn't mind picked up picking up a Ben Simmons or a Jason Tatum, but that didn't happen. We got Lonzo, no. and uh, so I watched him, and he's no Ben Simmons. Let's just put it that way. I claimed it, man, and uh, and also at the same time, I also was talking about this football kid, uh, Fournette. I forget uh, Leonard Fournette. I forget his Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I said that when he was in high school too, and he came and beasted it at uh, LSU, and then obviously he's doing this thing and yeah, in the pros now. He's so. a beast. He's no joke. So yeah, man. And, oh, and so now, man, I'm not sure if I want to call it right now. She's still a little chunky. I'm not sure what this kid is going to be. The Zion, the Zion kid? Oh, yeah, the Zion Williamson? Yeah. The dude that's doing 2K dunks in games? <laughs> He's yeah, doing video yeah, yeah. game dunks in actual basketball high school games? That guy? Yeah. 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 So. And actually, he's not I chunky, though. Like, if you, if you look at him, 
I seen homie with his shirt off, like you know, putting his muscles up. He's not a fat kid. He's not chunky. He he's, he's not. not okay, he look. Athletic. He looks it. I would say he looks it a little bit. So it, so so that's weird that you say that. You say he's not super athletic. Nah. So because he doesn't get. He doesn't seem like he gets a lot of height for real. So he's like a LeBron body stature already. Uh-huh. Like LeBron came into right. the league, he was like six seven, six eight, but he was only like. 220 pounds, skinny. 15, 20 pounds. Yeah. Well, now he's yeah. 6'8", 250, 260, where Zion is right. like 6'8", 245 or something. Like, and it's it's like muscle-bound. But he doesn't have the the ability to move as freely and do what he wants like LeBron does. He can dunk all crazy, right. but he's just not as athletic. Right, right. So, the, so... I'm not prepared to say that he's the truth yet. Yeah, when you was or when he, he was calling people one. out, I was gonna say him, but I held out because I don't think he's gonna be. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to speak dirt on that man's name on his future. I don't want to tear his future down before he gets there. But I would just like to see how he maneuvers his body because uh, he just doesn't appear to be as fast as what the guys are in the NBA. And he doesn't seem to do as much athletically with his height and stuff. So we'll see. But he plays hard, though. He plays hard. He does play hard. I'm like, not taking it away. Like he's from working. Him. He's working for that shit. Like all his stuff ain't just because of bullshit fast breaks. Nah. nah. You know. So he he works. He, de- he definitely so. works. He's definitely super dope. He's definitely gonna be a one and done at Duke, and he's definitely gonna be a great player in the NBA. Uh, I don't. I, I don't see him as the second coming of LeBron. Knows what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know he picked, he ended up going to Duke. He's going to Duke. Yeah, he committed to Duke. Oh, that's what's up. So he'll that's get some up. good coaching there for that one year, and then he'll be done, and he'll be a top five pick next year. Top five? Yeah. I gotta see him again, man. I got. I got. I, I probably will watch college basketball for the first yeah, time. Yeah, just this to year, see man. him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Just to see it through. Just to see it through. Because I didn't watch Ben Simmons. I picked him in high school. And the next thing I knew it, I saw he was going to the draft. I was like, oh, shit, one and done. That's what's up. But, uh, yeah, I want to, I got to, I'm going to watch and see. Yeah, that's what's up. The Corporate Street Sports Podcast. There you go. <laughs> we not a cigar podcast. Uh, we not a sports podcast. But we do all that shit. <laughs> all right so i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it you could be listening right, to anyone man. in the world right now however you're listening to us jaren and i definitely appreciate that thank you for the listens and like jaren, jaren you mean told tj you, and i or like tj told you the other tj this is the only podcast that you need to listen to however if you cheating on us and you listening to some other shit just make sure you get to us and get us in the rotation know what i'm talking about Jen and I have another Corporate Streets production. It's called The Powercast. Look, man, we've been talking about this thing for over a year now. It's super dope. We read the book, The 48 Laws of Power. It's dope. We took the book. We read it. We made our own examples, our own interpretations. It's entertaining. It's funny. It's all that goodness. And you can learn yourself something, all right? Go learn yourself something. If you want to email us, thecorporatestreets at gmail.com is how you get to us. You know that we are the advice connoisseurs, so... If you need help handling situation, hit us up. You can hit us up on Twitter at Corp Streets is the handle. And you know what you're listening to? This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who rock those $300 pumps with a fashion over outfit. Peace.
Get your girl some fashion over, dog. I hear it's, it's all the rave. It's the bee's knees, is what I hear. I guess that's what y'all last show saying that one. It changes up next time. <laughs> yeah, I got a new We're one. We're really feeling the fashion over. I, I still don't know what fashion over is. I, go check it out. Get your girl some. It's the bee's knees. It's all the rave. I'm good. Peace. <laughs> all right, yeah.